What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 9 of the UFC State of the Union podcast. My name is Brian Vosper. I'm the host. I'm just going to recap the, that crazy ending to the UFC Salt Lake card that we just saw. Um, I, I just went back and watched the um, post-fight presser, uh, just in case if there was nothing there. Um, also, that came out. Um, but yeah, dang, I'll just start from the top with, dang, Leon Edwards getting that ridiculous KO. Um, last minute of the fight, I mean, it seems like this is becoming a, I don't know if this is becoming a coincidence with this guy, but something crazy this past two fights has happened in the last minute. He was on the opposite end with the, the Nate Diaz fight. He almost got KO'd. But then in this fight, I mean, I had it. He was down 3-1. It was probably looking like it was going to go 4-1 Usman. Had it gone to the scorecards. Um, had a really good first first round where he was able to t- get a clean takedown, get into full mount. All, and he got Usman's back, and he was trying to get, in, get the choke in. But, yeah, it was like insanely good round to have against Usman for the start. But then kind of Usman just started adjusting um, and kind of was doing what was, in my opinion, what was kind of expected, just kind of do his thing, um, mixing in wrestling, um, and his striking had improved a lot. And so he was he was on his way cruising to that decision win. Um, but then, dang, Leon set that head kick up perfectly. It was almost similar to... Um, not identical, but, you know, um, comparing it to a little bit to the Cheeto Vera kick where, you know, he threw a little bit of a, he threw a shot and it got, um, got Usman to dip a tiny bit and then boom, just good night. But yeah, didn't need any follow-up or anything. That was just, that was insane. Last minute of the fight, you're on your way to losing, but then just pulls that out of nowhere. And so props to Leon. Um, I think the, the, what, what ends up happening now in that division is kind of crazy because that definitely shakes up a lot of stuff at the top. Um, in the, the post-fright presser just now, uh, Dana wants to go to Wembley stadium, uh, in London in England, um, to do the rematch. So that is that's probably going to be the next fight for Leon. Um, you got you know Masvidal chirping in. Um, he he wants to get that fight. You got Masvidal's manager also. Obviously they want it, but Leon also mentioned you know Masvidal's got to get a win. But um, there's a lot of with that with that happening that KO. It kind of opens up a lot of options. So next we got you know Nate Diaz versus Kamzat. I think Kamzat will win that. Um, and so what ends up happening there, he's also calling out Leon. They were booked at one point. It fell through because of COVID. So you got Kamzat there. Depending on how long, you know, Usman's out for, um, sometimes when they're brutal KOs like that, they're not medically cleared for a minute. So um, in the post fight presser, Dana said he'd probably be ready and they're booked out till, you know, January. So they can go to England whenever they want. So we might see that kind of in the beginning of the year, um, you know, somewhere January to March range. If they were to book that, I think that's probably going to be the most likely you're going to see the trilogy. Um, but it opens up a lot of stuff. So after the comms out Nate Diaz fight, um, 
you also have Colby Covington there. You have, you know, Gilbert Burns. You have a lot of guys that have never fought Leon Edwards now. So it does create a lot of options if, for whatever reason, you know, Usman might be sidelined a little bit longer than than they would like. It seems like they're going to go with that rematch, and, and it makes the most sense. But um, but it does create a lot of options if if that were the case. And I think you know one of the big front runners probably would be Kamzat. You know, they just with how many how many eyes are on that guy. If he were to flatline Nate Diaz, what's going to end up happening is he is going to steal a lot of Nate Diaz's firepower, or like his his clout. And you're going to see so many, like, his following on Instagram is already, it's higher than everyone in the welterweight division. It's higher than Masvidal. It's it's higher than higher than Usman. If he takes out Nate Diaz, his, his stock is going to go way higher. And at the end of the day, the UFC is a business. So that's one thing I could see where, you know, if they wanted to maybe go a different direction, Kamzat Leon could get booked. Um, but or they might, you know, Kamzat's super active. That fight's in September. They could what could end up happening. I mean, Nate Diaz versus Kamzat in September. If he beats Nate, it's a very like you know fast win. You could see him call out, you know, uh, call out Colby Covington for the end of the year or beginning of next year or something like that. You could see him. Um, I don't know, like, the, you also have, you know, Bilal fighting Sean Brady soon. That's another another thing there. And so there's kind of, there's a lot of things that, that could happen. You could have Kamzat, you know, Kamzat was targeting, like, everyone. You could have him call out Masvidal. And so there's a lot of things that could end up happening. But I think just this, this result from tonight, um, just unreal, completely shakes up that, that division and um yeah I, I i definitely wasn't expecting that um i did i did in my last episode though i did kind of make a little bit of a comparison you know how it was kind of looking almost a little ronda rousey-esque with um with how Usman was kind of doing more of the media, you know, the movie got the movie role for Black Panther. He's doing a lot more media. He's being a lot more flashy. Um, he's calling. He was calling out Canelo. There was even a John Jones call out Izzy if their money's right. A lot of different things he's saying, and almost looked like, man, this guy's got to get his. If he does get upset, maybe the focus was off a little. I think. Um, Maybe he had um, cruise control on a little too much. Um, he was heading towards the de- decision, but I think I think really you just got to give Leon credit. He just never gave up, and he set that up perfectly. It was just an awesome shot, and so yeah, I I think that it's going to be really cool to see what happens next there. Um, and then in the post fight presser, a cool thing that actually got announced. Um, Tony Ferguson going back to 170, and he's actually fighting uh, Li Jing Liang, and that actually got announced for that Nate D- that Nate Diaz card versus Kamzat, and it, and it seemed like they're they might add some some more fights to that card. I feel just because 
it doesn't seem like there's that much firepower on that pay-per-view in UFC 279 and and it's coming up so I mean that was kind of a random one it got literally announced in the post-spike presser um but that's gonna be cool seeing Tony fight at 170 um and so yeah we're gonna see what happens and the leech is just you know the leech is a beast man he's kind of he, he he takes people out takes a lot of people out with kind of hard to say like he's he's very unpredictable i guess it's the wrong is the the right word because he has um he has that knockout power um hopefully we don't I, i'm rooting for tony in that hopefully we don't see another brutal ko um like the chandler fight but i mean it's gonna be cool seeing tony at 170 again see how see how he performs there i mean even in the chandler fight he was doing awesome um prior to the ko um so that's gonna be a really cool one and then yeah just i kind of wanted to just jump on real quick bring out a quick episode just kind of recap my opinions on what's gonna happen next with the division um Paula Costa and Rockhold, that, that that was one of the fight in the nights. Um, awesome one. It seems like Rockhold is probably going to retire. Um, I think Chris Weidman actually called him out if he wants to have a, like a retirement fight. So, I mean, you could do that, that legend fight. Um, Paula Costa, um, it seemed like that, it's, that was the last fight on his contract. Um, Dana even, I believe, got asked about that um kind of he was kind of hinting that they're probably going to re-sign him um but also at the same time jake paul threw a barb at at paulo costa and rockhold uh during their fight basically calling it a glorified street fight and so i mean if jake paul like he paulo costa when he in his post-fight presser was saying like hey send me a contract if you want to do that and it's it's cool seeing Paulo's Costa's English has improved so much. Like it's it's really cool. Um, I don't know if it's because <laughs> I think I saw a tweet the other day was like the the best base for learning English is being a troll on Twitter <laughs> because <laughs> Costa on Twitter is just that dude is just ridiculous. He's just trolling left and right, and it's just it's just hilarious. If you don't follow that guy on Twitter, go check him out because it's like memes left and right and he's just he's just ridiculous it's funny but um yeah um costa there's some options there um i'm not sure what would be the next fight for him uh but he did say he will he wouldn't mind you know fighting you know give him like two months so he said i wouldn't mind fighting you know the november card december or you could put me on the rio card and um beginning of the year so I mean, unless if Jake Paul somehow um, throws him an offer, I I don't think Jake's gonna want to fight Paulo Costa. Um, I I have a feeling the UFC is just gonna resign him, and he's probably gonna get put on one of those cards against someone. Um, and then yeah, I'll just cover the the last one, um, Aldo versus um, Marab. Dang, really bummed out about that one. Just Aldo just didn't seem like he was just there was not as much urgency man like granted you know marab marab won the fight but i mean he didn't do like much damage like i feel like almost you know i think maybe looking at this fight um yeah marab won but also i think maybe they should give a little more credit for 
um, takedown defense. And the reason is because I want to say it, it depends if the, I need to go back and look if they counted, actually counted that one takedown where Marab got him down for a second. Um, but like Aldo's takedown defense was practically perfect. If it, if they did count, if they didn't count that one, uh, I'm not sure if they did or not. Um, then it was over 90% easy, possibly a hundred, depending on if they counted that one. And so it's like, I mean, yeah, Marab had him up against the cage, you know, throwing some knees, but I mean, there was no significant damage. And then whenever they broke up, broke apart, I mean, Aldo, that's where I just really wish Aldo upped the offense. He just needed he needed more urgency there um, to, you know, get a, get those. Because I think it was 1-1, one, one, and then the third round, Marab got it. So I want to say it was 29-28. I need to look back at the scorecards. But, yeah, I just, it was just a bummer, man. But I think one thing that I think this sets up, perfect fight you could do, um, Dominic Cruz versus Aldo, legend fight. Um, I think that's a perfect, perfect option. Um, opens the door also, Cheeto Vera. You can do Cheeto Vera versus Marab. That's a, a, another really good one. I know last episode I mentioned uh, Cheeto Vera versus, um, you know, the winner of Yan O'Malley. But, um, I mean, it seems like Marab, you know, Marab didn't really take any damage there. So, I mean potentially and and cheeto seems like he's in good he like good good condition he likes being active as well you could possibly get you know both them on maybe one of these late end of the year cards or something or maybe early next year um so yeah that would be cool to see um yeah i think that was kind of all i wanted to talk about um rom romanov Oh man, that was kind of a bummer in the very beginning of that fight against Tybura. I was like, "Dang, Romanov's crazy." He was like throwing the dude like a sack of potatoes. But then the experience Tybura had, um, I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> like after round one, Romanov was not looking that good, and so Tybura was able to take it. And the um, Saldana Woodson fight. Oh man, that was brutal. Saldana basically had a had a highlight reel win, and he blew it. That was just why. Why did he like? I don't know what the heck that dude was doing. He was like, he he got the the knockdown, and then um, he just kind of like he he was like showboating a little bit, and then in that sequence he he throws the knee. It's like, oh my gosh, man, and that led to a a draw. But I mean. I don't know. Looking at that from like a boss perspective, like if like Dana and Sean Shelby and all those guys, they're probably pissed beyond belief at that dude. Like, what are you doing, man? Um, that type of stuff does not make you look good. And then, let alone you don't even win the fight, it ends up being a draw. So, oh man, that was just brutal. But yeah, um, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. It's going to be cool to see what happens this upcoming week. I feel like a lot of news is going to come out um, with this result. I see. I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot of call-outs. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to, as more news comes out, I'll pump out another episode. I appreciate all you guys listening to me. I also did um, start up a, a TikTok if you guys want to. Uh, check me out on there um it's just ufc state of the union 
just trying to create a little more engagement there. And yeah, if you want to shoot me a rating or anything, um, I appreciate all your guys' support. Thanks so much. Hope you have a great night. See ya.